Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing today? Sharice Johnson Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you up out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. And it is time, it is time, it is time. It is time for your daily devotion. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate you coming in and listening to the word for today. Word for today comes out of the book of 1 Samuel 23, 1 through 29. And it speaks about David saves Khalil. David saves Khalil. And in this process, I want us to deep dive in, into this journey. This is a good chapter. Oh my goodness, I got so much to say about it. And and I and 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 it, and and I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm really excited. So, come on, let's deep dive into this chapter. I want you to get your Bibles, your cell phones, your tablets, your laptops, computers, however you may read the word. And come on, and let's deep dive into First Samuel 23, 1 through 29. And it speaks about David saves Goliath. All right, come on now, let's get busy. Authors, 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 have you written a book? Are you an experienced author or a new author? Well, I've got news for you. Authors Excerpt Sunday is the perfect start to growing your audience awareness with the public. Authors Excerpt Sunday has interview spots available in many forms. Live broadcasting done on all social media outlets, television, and podcasting. We would love to help you tell the world about your book. You can reach us at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. And let's tell the world about your book. everyone let's get into this word first samuel chapter 23 1 through 29 and it reads then they told david saying behold the philistines fight against Kaliah, and they robbed the threshing floors therefore david inquired of the lord saying shall i go and smite these philistines and the Lord said unto David, Go and smite the Philistines and save Kalah. And David's men said unto him, Behold, we be afraid here in Judah. How much more than if we come to Kalah against the armies of the Philistines? Then David inquired of the Lord yet again. And the Lord answered him and said, Arise, go down to Kalah. For I will deliver the Philistines into thine hand. So David and his men went to Kalai and fought with the Philistines and brought away their cattle and smote them with a great slaughter. So David saved the inhabitants of Kalai. And it came to pass when Abithir, uh, Abithir, 
the son of Ahimelech, fled to David to Kali, that he came down with an ephod in his hand. And it was told Saul that David was come to Kali. And Saul said, God hath delivered him into mine hand, for he is shut in by entering into a town that have gates and bars. And Saul called all the people together to war, to go down to Kaliah, to besiege David and his men. And David knew that Saul secretly practiced mischief against him. And he said to Abithia, the priest, bring hither the ephod. Then said David, O Lord God of Israel, thy servant hath certainly heard that Saul seeketh to come to Kali to destroy the city for my sake. Will the men of Kali deliver me up into his hand? Will Saul come down as thy servant hath heard? O Lord God of Israel, I beseech thee, tell thy servant. And the Lord said, He will come down. Then said David, Will the men of Kalal deliver me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, They will deliver thee up. Then David and his men, which were about six hundred, arose and departed out of Kalal, and went whithersoever they could go. And it was told Saul that David was escaped from Kalal, and he forbear, forbear to go forth. And David abode in the wilderness uh, in strongholds and remained in a mountain in the wilderness of Zephyr. And Saul sought him every day, but God delivered him not into his hand. And David saw that Saul was come out to seek his life. And David was in the wilderness of Zephyr in the wood. And Jonathan, Saul's son, arose and went to David into the wood and strengthened his hand in God. And he said unto him, Fear not, for the hand of Saul my father shall not find thee, and thou shalt be king over Israel, and I shall be next unto thee. And that also Saul my father knoweth. And they too made a covenant before the Lord, and David abode in the wood, and Jonathan went to his house. Then came up the Zephonites of Zephonites to Saul in Gibeah, saying, Doth not David hide himself with us in strongholds in the wood, in the hill of Hachesela, which is on the south of Jessamon? Jessamon. Now therefore, O king, come down according to all the all the desires of thy soul to come down, and our part shall be to deliver him into the king's hand. And Saul said, Blessed be ye of the Lord, for ye have compassion on me. Go, I pray you, prepare yet, and know and see his place where his heart is, and who have seen him there. For it is told me that he dealeth very subtly. 
See, therefore, and take knowledge of all the lurking places where he hideth himself. And come ye again to me with the certainty, and I will go with you, and it shall come to pass, if he be in the land, that I will search him out throughout all the thousands of Judah. And they arose and went to Zephyr before Saul. But David and his men were in the wilderness of Maon, in the plain of the south of Jeshimon. Saul also and his men went to seek him, and they told David, Wherefore he came down into a rock, and abode in the wilderness of Maon. And when Saul heard that, he pursued after David in the wilderness of Maon. And Saul went on this side of the mountain, and David and his men on that side of the mountain. And David made haste to get away for fear of Saul. For Saul and his men compassed David and his men around about to take them. But there came a messenger unto Saul, saying, Haste thee, and come, for the Philistines have invaded the land. Wherefore Saul returned from pursuing after David and went against the Philistines. Therefore they called that place Selahamaliakoth. Selahamaliakoth. And David went up from thence and dwelt in the strongholds of Egypt. Egypt. I have just read First Samuel twenty-three, one through twenty-nine. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for making a way of escape where other people have devious, conceitful, conniving ways to put us under. Lord, we thank you for all that you lead us and guide us in the way that we should go. Lord, thank you for protecting us from all evil, delivering us from all evil. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for hiding us from the devil, hiding us from the evil that that is sometimes placed on us by other people. Lord, we thank you for all that you do and all that you are, Lord. Thank you for protecting us in the many ways that sometimes we don't even see it coming, but you protect us anyway. Lord, we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. In Jesus' name, we say, Lord, may you add a blessing to the reading of your word. Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore and welcome to Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? Voice-over ads aren't that expensive. They range from $15 to $25. It all depends on where you place your ad in the podcast. So come on in and place your ad on Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast and tell the world what you have to offer. You can reach me at IamSharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of.
All right, now, let's get busy with this, this story. Okay, so we see in this chapter that David is told about the Philistines being in Khalil. And he says, you know, he, he, he goes into this thing of having a conversation with God and asking God's permission to go fight this battle in this place before he even makes a decision. He goes and consults God first if he should even go to this place called Khalil to fight for these people, to fight against the Philistines. And he is given the permission to go by God. And, you know, it, it, is a, it is a thing that, you know, during this whole situation that David is dealing with, that he is even taking out the time to go even consider helping somebody else in his time that, that Saul is in pursuit of him. You know, sometimes we don't know um, what we should do when we're on the run, but God sometimes, God knows exactly where we're supposed to be, where we're supposed to be there. And David is given the permission from the Lord to go to this place to fight the Philistines. And Saul hears about it, of course. You know, somebody, you know, somebody... To me, it sounds like I ain't, I'm not trying to find it. It sounds like to me that somebody's going back telling him everything that David is doing. There's got to be somebody in the camp. I, 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 I truly, I truly believe that. But um, you know, people, you know, sometimes we, as as they say, um, some people can't keep their mouth shut about your business. And that's the thing in life is you could be going through a lot of things. And people, all they do is gossip. Go run, tell everything they know about you. Tell everything that you're doing, all the moves that you're making, how much money you got, how much money, and, and, you know, and it's like, they know these things about you, but they are too busy talking about you, telling everybody what they think they know, Right? But in the in the in the in the more of the story is that David goes and helps someone else in need, even in his own perilous time. You know, he 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 sits there, he says, God, I want to know, should I go help these people fight the Philistines? And God says yes. He is taking out his time to even consider going to fight on behalf of somebody else that he is not one. We got to remember, David is on the run. David is running from Saul, but David takes his time and wants to go help somebody else out, even though he is going through his trial and his tribulation. Come come on, somebody. Come on, come on, 
How many times has that happened to you where you are fighting a battle in your own home or on your job or on your or, or, or whatever in your career, your business, whatever you may be going through in life. And here you are and you're thinking about somebody else helping out somebody else, even though you might not have all your bills paid. You might not have a car. Your car broke down. You might not. Um, you you uh, they somebody else needs some money and you're helping them out financially or uh, whether. Whether it be, you know, uh, you see your children need help and you know you have no food in your house. And I have seen that and I have done it. Okay. Where you're going through your own situation right now where you don't know where your next blessing is coming from. But you have the time to take out the time to ask God, what should you do for this person or these people? I do. It happened me all the time. And the thing is, is that God says, yes, God knows what you're going through, but he has made a way of escape for you to prosper, for you to uh, go to the next level. You may be going through some stuff right now, but God has always got a way of escape. He always got a way of escape and he helps uh, David and his men escape from Saul and his pursuit. That is how the Lord is. He knows when you are sitting in a situation where you want to be, you don't want to be scared. You don't want to be worried. You don't want to be stressed out. You don't know how you're going to get the bills paid. You don't know how you're going to get to work. You don't know how uh, this certain situation might pan out. Uh, you know, the things that we go through in everyday life. Say you got a car accident, okay? Car accident didn't kill you. God made a way of escape. Uh, the doctor might have uh, found a lump in your breast. But when the doctor looked at your breast again, God made it null and void. God always has a way for you to have a way of escape, a way of uh, uh, delivering you from out of the hands of the fowler. Someone that is in pursuit of you, that does not like you, does not uh, see your best, your your the best in you and don't want to bring out the best in you. They, they're trying to change you into somebody that, uh, they want you to be. But God always makes a way of escape. No matter what you're going through, look back over your life and think about all the things God protected you from that could have been, you could have been dead. You could have been laid in the hospital. You could have been diagnosed with something. You 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 know your health is failing. Uh, your children acting up. Uh, you know, and, and then God says He does a sudden thing in your life. Well, the stuff that you may be going through is not that bad because He made a way of escape for you not to be burdened down with worry, burdened down with being scared, being burdened down with being nervous, uh, going to that next level. And child, let me tell you, God is always there no matter what. No matter what you may be going through, God is always there for you. You see, if you do it for David, he can do it for you. You see Saul chasing him down, going all over the place. Every time he hears, every time he hears that uh, uh, David is somewhere, he running down behind him. He running down behind him. Have you ever met people like that? 
Have you ever met, just met people like that? Like, they don't like you, but they steady want to be around you. They steady want to be in your presence. And steady want to, you know, and, and they steady want to, you know, throw mud on you. They stay, but they but they still pursuing you. And it seems like, like Saul is relentless with this. Saul is relentless with this. And it, it adds up to nothing. Say Saul was on one side of the mountain, David and his men was on the other side of the mountain, and God made a way for David to escape. And, 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 and you know, and, and and the thing is, is that what astonishes me, like I said, David takes out his time to go help somebody else, even in his time of trouble, even in his time of worrying or. Or, or how he's gonna, you know, how he's gonna do these things. And David goes in and conquers the Philistines. He goes in and conquers the Philistines, even though he know Saul is right down behind him. He's still, he's still in that mode of I'm gonna help, I'm gonna help you, I'm gonna help these people, you know. And, and he doesn't let anything change his mind. David is still in the mindset of serving others. See, see, even though he's going through his own stuff, he's still in the mindset of saving or helping other people to better themselves, to, to, to deliver them out of the hand, deliver them out of their evil stuff that they're going, deliver them out of the problems that they are going through, the people in Khalil. Hmm. Now, you know. It's very seldom that you will find people like that that will help you in your time need even though they know they got their own stuff going on. Now, that ain't, you know, that's a blessing to me when you find people like that, that they going through their own situations and they willing to help you and yours. That's a blessing from God. You know, so I'm not going to be long. But this is our lesson for today. Think about all the ways God helped you escape from the evil clutches of the devil and his minions. You know, he delivers us from bad mindsets. He delivers you from being a, a drug addict. He delivered you being a prostitute. He delivered you from getting in that man car or that or that place or you'll go out with your friends and they end up want to go shoot up somebody or they want to go for a joy ride or you get in this man car and he try to, you know, do something bad to you as a woman. But God made a way of escape where you just, God said, get up and go. <clears throat> and you went up and went. You got up and went. That was God speaking to you. God was saying, look, this ain't this ain't where you're supposed to be. <coughs> this is not where you're supposed to be. I got somewhere else for you to be, and it ain't here. So I'm going to make a way of escape for you. I'm going to make a way that this person will not be able to lay their hands on you or touch you or come near you or come not deep, you know? And it has been plenty of times in my life, I know, I've been somewhere where I shouldn't have been. I got that vibe. God said, get up and go. And I went because 
You know, sometimes, and and even in when you don't listen to what God tell you, he still make a way of escape. I'm going to tell y'all this story. I'll tell y'all this story. One time, um, I, I share my story all the time, and I share about how I used to be a drug addict. My drug of choice was crack cocaine. And I went to this house, and I knew it was a dope house, uh, paid, uh, called a crack house. And um, and the thing was, I was in this house, and that the the person I the person I was with, they were like, okay, you can sit in the back bedroom, da 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 da. So I sat in the back bedroom, got drunk, smoked all the crack I wanted. You know, it was just just that just, that was what I was doing back in the day. I don't see him lie to nobody, okay? And I spent you know, spending the night because I got too drunk to even walk to walk home or get back to my grandma's house. The next morning. Some kept telling me, you should leave, you should leave, you should leave right now, you should leave, get up. What what, what, what got me up the next morning was like, okay, it's time for you to go. That's the voice. I heard the voice speak to me and say, it's time for you to go. No, I ain't want to listen. I, ain't, I didn't want to listen to nobody. I ain't want to talk to nobody. I was like, just, I want to get my thoughts together. Okay, I sat there a little bit too long. Well, you know, the police had raided, come in and raided the apartment. Okay. And um, I also talk about this in my book, Coming to Loving Yourself. So if you want to get your, get your copy, let me know. You know, uh, leave a message in the inbox and uh, we'll, I, we'll work it out. You get a book. Um, and the thing was, I was sitting there and they raided, the police came in the, in the apartment. Okay. That is me my friend, which was a girl, and it was like four or five, like four or five dudes in the apartment. It was like three or four of us, three or four dudes in the apartment, right? I was in there sleep. And I was like, girl, I was like, the boys kept telling me, get up and go. You need to get up and go now. You need to get up. No, I didn't want to listen to the boys. I sat there, the police came in, and they sat us all down. And they put all of us in handcuffs. And during the search of the apartment, they had found residue in the top of a closet on some newspaper. They had te- they came in and tested it and said, y'all got heroin, y'all, y'all got, they had left caps up there where they putting the heroin in, and the heroin in the, cap- the medicine capsules. And they said, well, we could charge y'all, all y'all with the possession of this heroin in this room, in this closet, on this on that shelf. It was just like residue. Won't no, won't no packages or nothing like that up there. It was, it was leftover pills, capsules that somebody had stashed up there in the cabin, in the closet top of the shelf, and left it up there. Hey, they said, like I said, they set us down, and they go through each one of us and ask us for our ID. And handed him, handed him, I handed the officer my ID. And let me tell you, child, I was scared to death. I was scared to death because I had never been to jail before. I never experienced being, and I never experienced that was my first experience being in handcuffs. My first experience being in handcuffs. And um, and my thing was. 
I sat there, gave the officer my call, my ID. He ran. He said, no, she don't got no warrants on her. She good. He ran other people's, other people in the room stuff. He ran other people ID and social security number in the, in the, in the system. And everybody in the room had warrants out on them for their arrest. Everybody in the room. Everybody else was in the apartment. They had my friend, my, my friend, it was a girl. And they had like three, they had like three more other guys there. Three more other guys in the apartment. Three or four, I can't remember. But anyway, it was us in the apartment. Everybody else had warrants out for their arrest. And I was sitting there like, oh God. The man gave me the ID back, unhandcuffed un, un, un me, and said, you can get up and you can leave. I was like, what? I was sitting there like, oh, my God. You know, like, really? Right? I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Right? And I was like, okay. So, and everybody else, they, they was calling them out. I was sitting there, and they was telling. I was sitting there, and he handed me back my ID. When he handed me back the ID, that's when he said, well, everybody else going to jail because everybody else got warrants out for their arrest. And, and he said, you can go, ma'am. You can go ahead and go. And I, I handcuffed me, and I walked to my grandmother's house. I was on way down the other end of town. I was in downtown Portsmouth. And where my grandma lives, she lived in Cavalier Manor, which is good. It's a good walking distance, about an hour to get from, my, from downtown to my grandma's house. And I walked to my grandmother's house. And my stomach was so tired of a knots from that experience. I went home and I stayed in the house for a couple of days after that. I was like, wow. You know, and I, 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 I don't just preach this stuff to y'all. I don't just preach it. I don't just make up this. I don't make up these stories. This is stuff that has happened in my life. And I share these stories to let you know that God, if he can do it for me, he can do it for you, child. He sure can. He delivered me. And some get that voice. Take care saying, you better get up and go. But no, I was hard-headed. I didn't want to listen. I didn't want to. Nope. Okay. Still delivered me. I didn't go to jail. I didn't go to jail that day, but everybody else. And I had, and then after a while, I hadn't seen my friend in a while. I hadn't seen my, my friend that was a girl. I hadn't seen her in a while. And I was like, wow, you know. And yeah, I had see, after I had seen her, like it was, I mean, a while. Like a, like two, three years after I saw her after that. And uh, she said, yeah, they took us all to jail that day. Then none of us go to get, did none of us. None of us were free. Everybody else, you the only person that left out the apartment that was able to leave. The rest of us, hey, we had went to jail. And while I was sitting there, I was thinking, they was calling out these people's names like they knew these people, like these popo, they knew these people. And I was sitting there like, wait a minute, how did he know his name? Uh, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, this person must be in the system and they must be regulars to get arrested for stuff that they they must be regulars to always getting arrested all the time for something they that they had done or gotten in trouble about. And my friend had expressed to me after she seen me after the two years, she said, yeah, they they thought they they got to thinking in their head that you was the snitch, that you told on them because you was the only person that was able to leave the apartment. Like, really? So, you know how you, 
Sometimes God deliver you God delivers you from a place counting all on joy. Counting all on happiness, kind of count it on joy because God wants to see you go to a better place than where you are already at or where you think you he already he's already he already know your big he already know your end from the beginning. He already knows. So he knows where you're supposed to be at a certain time in your life. And he, come on, come on now. And God knows when he, you, you are to be delivered from certain situations. Okay? God knows to make a way of escape for you. He already knew that. So, like I was saying, I love y'all. And I appreciate y'all coming in and uh, listening to the Daily Devotional. I love you. And if you have any questions, if you have any comments, Leave them in the message board, or you can even write me in an email at imsharice at shariceinjohnsonmore.com. And I will greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate you writing me, and I will take your letters and respond to them uh, on the on the podcast, you know. And um, I, I, I like it when I hear from my audience. I like when I hear from my peoples, okay? So I want y'all to have a blessed day and talk to you again on Daily Devotional. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore. I am the owner, CEO of LBM TV. It is a streaming channel that can be located on the C1 Media Network Smart TV app. This app can be located on Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire Stick, Android TV, and Google TV. We have advertising spots available for businesses that want to advertise their products or services on our channel. We have an audience of 4.25 million viewers daily reaching 70 plus countries. We have advertising packages to fit your company's needs. We would love for you to join the LBM family. You can reach us through our email address, lbmtvmedia at gmail.com or call us at 724-570-1153 for further details. Talk to you soon and let's advertise, advertise and tell the world what you are made of. everyone 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 okay I know I know it was getting real good wasn't it but we have to go I'm so sorry now if you want to be caught up in our next lesson we will be reading first Samuel 24 1 through 22 1 Samuel 24, 1 through 22. And we will be deep diving into this tomorrow. So, I want to say it has been an honor and a privilege and and a pleasure to bring you the word of the Lord for today for your daily devotional. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore and I have been your host for today. And I want to say if you have comments, leave them in the message board. 
Or you can email me at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com. I love you and I pray that you have a blessed day. Talk to you next time on Daily Devotionals.